Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. I have an exciting guest here. Her name is Vanessa Rojas. She is an Emmy award-winning producer, and she brings passion, creativity, and experience to the ever-changing world of content creation, television production, and special events. Embarking her career with music moguls Gloria and Emilio, Vanessa's time with Estefan Enterprises formed the foundation for her expertise in worldwide event productions. Her years with broadcast giants Univision and Telemundo expanded her knowledge in brand recognition, product marketing, and live television specials. Born and raised in Miami, Florida, and having full fluency in both English and Spanish has afforded Vanessa the opportunity to thrive in the fast-paced Hispanic culture and grow marketplace opportunities domestically and internationally. Her 20-plus years of experience in the media market has demonstrated her ability to thrive and navigate the complexity of a fast-paced global media enterprise. She is an avid champion for programs and projects that challenge the status quo. So without further ado, it's this is Vanessa Rojas of V Collective. Welcome, welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Oh, Jackie, thank you so much. I am so honored to be a part of this amazing podcast. I am in love with your book and I can't believe I'm so happy that we met just a couple of weeks ago and I feel we have so much in common and I'm really, really honored to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. The pleasure is all mine. Oh my God. Incredible human being. So let me, let's get back to, to who you are. Who's Vanessa Rojas? Vanessa Rojas, a.k.a. Vene Rojas, is a nickname that my family's given to me. And lately, in this new entrepreneur world, I've really been just honing in on Vene. 
because that's where I have my comfort and I feel the most comfortable. And so Vene Rojas is a Cuban-American born and raised in Miami, Florida, raised by two Cuban parents, my mother, Maria Garcia. She was born in, La, in Santiago, Cuba, and my father in La, La Habana. Mm. Cuba. They came very young, my mom at nine and my dad at 12. And I basically have been raised here. I'm 46. So I've been in Miami for a very, very long time. And I've seen the many facets and growth that Miami has had, especially in the last 15 to 20 years. So yeah, that's a little bit on me. A lot of my family is based out of Miami. I still have a little bit of family in Cuba, but born and raised in Miami, but I I have major Cuban roots in me. I feel more Cuban than ever and very proud of of my heritage. So more you feel more Cuban than ever. I want to touch upon that. Porque why do you, you think You know, I think I've realized more and more what's key, right? What, what's a part of me? What's my DNA, right? And so being in Miami, it's such a mix of different cultures. And also too, in, in my career, right? Uh, a lot of my, my career has been multicultural. You know, my first language is English, right? But my second language is Spanish. And it's funny in Miami, it's very common to speak Spanglish. Yeah. And I don't even think about it. It just comes out. But when I've gone to many different places in the world, I studied one summer in Florence and um, I was right out of college. And I was proud to see little Cuban restaurants and say that I'm Cuban American. And, and oh, my God, we love the Cuban people. I've never been to Cuba. It's a dream of mine. Yeah, because the times that I've gone, I was pregnant and I couldn't when I was able to. But I was raised in a family, in a home with a long dining table that everyone would come to my home. My mother and my father were entertainers of the family. So my mom would be the cook and my dad would have the drinks and, and the conversations. And it was always about Cuba and everything about Cuba in my household. And my dad and mom had people in their house from Monday to Sunday. Because what was cool about it is that all their best friends live in the same neighborhood. Ah. So they pop in, they have a drink, you know, right before dinner or they'll, or, or they'll invite them for dinner. So I was very surrounded by that Cuban heritage. And then I was raised to by my grandparents and, it, you know, we they always spoke Spanish to me. So and on the food, I mean, food is a big part of our family, too. So the Cuban food and Miami's rich with culture, especially Cuban culture. So, you know, sometimes you'll have people speak more Eng more Spanish than English right, right? over in Miami. So, and as I grow old and I have my own kids, I have a fifth, uh, soon to be 14 year old next week, my daughter, Andrea, and Benny's going to be 16. As I became a mom, I'm like, I need, I want them to know what our culture is about. Yeah. And they've also been raised by my mom and, and many of like, my tias. I mean, oh my God, I was raised to by my tias because my parents would have to travel a lot in their business. And my tias, we're like my moms. Right, right. And so I think it's very important, las raíces en la familia. Like, it makes me who I am. It makes me unique, too, when I get, when I leave the city. And I'm so proud of it. I'm yeah. so, so proud of it. And I've been fortunate to work in an industry where I understand the DNA of Hispanics. Yeah. I understand how they think, the behavior. And that's been an advantage for me in my career as a producer and my career as a working in events and my career in media marketing. It's been an advantage and I'm very, very proud of it. Oh my God. Oh my God. All right. So I know that your family, you know, 
you guys interact with each other and there's always people coming to your home. And that is amazing. Now, are your parents part of this whole television network production? Like where did that entertainment side come out? Because obviously they're entertaining in-house, but does it, did it also fluctuate into other areas? No, my father was a businessman, never worked for anybody. I come from a line of entrepreneurs. Okay. My mom is too, was a businesswoman. My grandparents, my aunts, everyone, like my grandparents owned um, a tile and marble business. My mom went into fabrication of, mar- of marble. My dad had duty-free perfumes all over uh, Mexico City. Business entrepreneurs. Yeah. The way I got into television, I've always been a creative. I love music. I'm creative. Um, I studied advertising and then I went and went to abroad to Florence for a semester and I came back and my cousin at the time was working in finance for Univision. Okay. And I went to go visit the studios and I go, oh my God, this is what I want to do. I just fell in love with, with, with the cameras and the studios and I saw the producers and I'm like, I want to do that. I don't know how. So I had to redo my bachelor's into more of the production side versus the advertising. And so I went into that. I studied it. I interned and I ended up working, you know, as a production assistant in Univision and started kind of growing that because in that business, you have to start from scratch. I was in Sao Gigante. I was the cable girl. Ah, uh, <laughs> holding the cables for the camera guys, and with these monstrous cameras, oh and you see, yeah, like going. I'd have to work like twelve-hour days, and I was studying at school at the same time because I was doing both. But still, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And my parents were not in that business, but I'm like, this is what I want to do, and so I pursued it. And then it's funny one, the way it kind, of, my career has just kind of gone with the flow. Anytime I've tried to like do things like really organize and, and pass, it doesn't come. I realized I just have to go and the life has taken me through. And I was a, I was working as a cable girl in Univision. There was a floor manager and he had a sister that worked for the Estefans, for Gloria and Emilia Estefan. Yeah. At Miami Beach. And he's like, Hey, I don't know if you still want to do this, but I have a really good opportunity. My sister needs an assistant. Are you interested? And at the time I was living with my aunt in Miami Beach because my university was a little north from where I was living. And I was like, cool. I got the job. I left Univision, you know, because the hours just weren't working out for me. I still loved it. And then working with the Estefans, I learned the music industry. I worked with Shakira before Shakira knew who she was. Okay, I worked with Jocelyn Cara. I worked obviously with Gloria Stefan. We opened our own uh, record label with Emilio called Crescent Moon Records. We had new artists. I learned that entire industry. And at the time, music videos were like a thing. Right. Well, MTV. I mean, remember? What was it? The Miami Sound Machine and Conga and all that. Uh Yeah. And then you had all like the music channels, right? To the Hispanic ones, HTV and all these cool. And then we were immersed with all the record labels and we would do music videos. And Emilio started doing music videos. And I'm like, this is my thing. Like, you're like, this is my jam. This is my jam. jam. I want to learn, you know, be with the editors. I want to produce. I want to do these productions. And so it's all about, I swear, life is like, if you're in the right place at the right time and the proximity of what you're around with, you'll become. Right. And 
I manifested it, I guess. I didn't know what manifestation was when I was young. I didn't, I wasn't very in tune with my spirituality at the time, but I was manifesting my dreams to be a producer. And I left TV and the network, but I ended up doing it more boutique style with the Estefans. Right. And then I ended up heading the department, like, you know, little by little. I started from zero being an assistant, the production coordinator to production manager. And then I became like head general producer. And then I started doing like, big productions, Emilio would do these collaborations with like Univision and Telemundo and Target and AT&T. And now we would do music videos or we would do like specials or we would do like, I had like that, I won an Emmy for, for a weekly show. It was a music countdown show with lifestyle segments. Yeah. And I won an Emmy for that. And it was like, oh my God, I had a team. It was a good 11 years of learning so much. I worked in the White House. I did a television, you know, Christmas special at the White House with Gloria and Obama. Oh my you know, God. <laughs> I was exposed to so much. Yeah. It was crazy. It was that's crazy. Incredible. So young. Yeah. Wow. Well, and that's how you manifest it. It's kind of crazy. Like you're like from cable girl to like meeting the Obamas. Right. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Quincy Jones. I mean, I can tell you, tell you, tell you, name drop, but. No, I learned. I was in it. And I'm very grateful for Gloria and Emilio. And, and they were the best bosses in the world. They're humble. And they gave me opportunity. And I never had the experience. Like sometimes you think, oh, you need to have this degree and you have to do this. Right. Honestly, Jackie, I learned as I did. I yeah. learned as I do, 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 do. And I learned and I became the best that I could be. And I mentored and I became a leader, like not even knowing what a leader was like, but it just... I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. That was that was my escuela. That was yeah. my university, to be honest. When right. I went to Stephans, it was. Oh, oh my it God. made the base of who I am. And then my brother got into the television business. He's a director now for for Telemundo through the Stephans too. Like we all. Yes. So me and my brother are in the business. Yeah. Um. So it's crazy. Oh, and my, my husband too. It's just I met my husband. Through the Estefans, he was my editor for a big show we were doing at the Kennedy Center in Washington for NBC, and he was my editor. Is that how you met him? Is that how That's the whole how we met? started? Oh, he was my you editor. never know, right? They always say like, you know. you know, oftentimes you do meet your significant other at work. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. you're there all the time. You're there. I was there all, I lived in that place, literally. Yeah. So we met, we met, that's how we met. My husband works for Discovery Channel and he's still in the business and it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. That is fantastic. So all these beautiful, amazing things are happening, but then you decided to step out. I did. Go on your I, own. And I, why, I, I and did. why is that? You know, I always had this dream of me being on my own. You know, after the Estefans, I ended up, you know, I had to, it was 9-11. They let go of a lot of people. I ended up working more in the specials department, did Billboard Awards and Big Four specials with Telemundo. And I was amazing for three years. And then I was like, I need something stable. I worked at Despertar in America for five years. And I go, I think I'm ready to move on. And so the head of programming in Univision left. And he opened up this company uh, called Yes, You Can. And it's basically a health and wellness company for Hispanics. So uh-huh. think of like Herbalife. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or those kind of companies, but right. really geared for Hispanics. So I was like, okay, I don't know about this industry. Cool. I'm opening up the events department. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'll work with my television production experience. He gave me the opportunity. I was going to make 25% more money. And then TV, sometimes it's hard to really like grow in salary versus like in a marketing world, right? It's just hard. You're a producer and you'll stay a producer for a very long time unless you really jump. And so this was my jump. And I ended up making a little more money and I opened an events department. I I knew about events, but I didn't know so much about conferences and summits and retreats and meetings and that whole world. And it was great. I learned it. I did it for three years. And I was like, it's time for me to leave. And then I wasn't a toxic. The company became a little funky and toxic and it messed up a little my mental health and as a woman I was belittled and I I was overworked and I think the universe was like it's time for you to get out yeah time for you to shift and go for your dreams and I wasn't thinking that when all that was happening but after the fact I was like you know what so I said goodbye I said goodbye to corporate and uh, it was about two weeks before COVID hit who would have (laughs) known who would have known yeah and I said honey I'm leaving you know, and he's like, go for it. And then thankfully through my network, I went on my, I incorporated and I started just like doing things and, and, and doing different productions and, and making my own business, which was so scary at first. Yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. I think a lot, and I share this with you that the same thing, the podcast launch in 2020 like not even no you know obviously no one knew what was going to happen right and then but it is so beautiful how universe you know god just says time is up see time yeah. is up so true jackie time is up time is up and god is there you know to like going you can do it yeah have faith in yourself have faith in you yourself can do it principally i think we're our own worst saboteurs, I, in my personal opinion. Like we start creating stories in our brains of it was Julanita's going to say this. And then wh- who am I? And all these like less than added, you know, attitudes and whatnot. And it's like, shit, it's all our, like, we could be Oscar winners with these damn creative things in our brains. But but we overthink and then we're like, oh my gosh. And then one thing is, I think when you're working for others is one thing, but when you become an entrepreneur and you're working on your own and you have to promote yourself and promote your business and promote your service from your pitch to your website, to anything that you brand, anything that you write, it's scary because you're like, no, but what if this is wrong? What if this is wrong? But that color shade is not right. But then maybe today I want this color and then I don't want this or and especially, I guess, if you work in this kind of industry of like visual, I, I major imposter syndrome for me yeah. the first couple of two years. I mean, I'm, I'm in a better place. And I think too, you know, things come and you're like, I got value. Yeah. Like, I got value. I can do yes. this. Well, you have 20 plus experience in this. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. But it's still like the, it just, the monkey brain, God damn it. The monkey brain. <laughs> so Ilana, who, how we met, she's yeah. an amazing astrologer. She's an amazing woman. And she's been coaching me. And she's like, I don't know if I can say a bad word. In oh, this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Okay. This is podcast. She told me, <laughs> fuck the how. Yes. And I go, 
oh my gosh, she goes, fuck the how. Mm-hmm. You've done it. You never have to think about things, things you were given and you figured it out. Forget it. Move on. Because, you know, we got like these blocks. Mm-hmm. Just go, just do. Yeah. And you'll fail and you'll succeed and you'll figure it out. But just do it. Yeah. Well, this is your gift. See, 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 see. And I always say that God sees things that you can never even dream of in your path. Like things that I'm like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> when I think about the podcast, it's being heard all over the world. And I'm like, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. You know, like I, I feel like, oh, I get like a thousand downloads. And I'm like, kid, who, what? <laughs> How amazing is that? Right. And it's like, and it's because we listen to that intuition, that inner guidance, even when our naysaying brain was telling us otherwise. Yes. Right. Exactly. 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 So mindset, right? Yeah, right. Mindset is everything. 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 I'm glad that you're sharing this with us because um, sometimes we get too much in our head. And we don't drop down into our own heart and our spirit and, and that intuition, especially women. Women, Mm -hmm. we propel when we are in flow. We really do. We're unstoppable. Yeah. When we really go, we are absolutely unstoppable. And in my corporate, my last corporate job, I realized I was unstoppable, but then you had these men who were insecure Mm -hmm. and didn't like my growth. And the way I would react with teams, because I'm a feeder of teams. I like to work in a team. I've always worked in a team. I grow and I'm not, it's not about me. It's about the team. And they didn't like that. They didn't like my positive. They would belittle me and say that I'm too positive, that I smile too much. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And then I was like, so me apague, apague. And when my apague, you get in this dark hole and you get in a rabbit circle of emotions of like, I can't be myself. And you get sick. Jackie, people will get sick. If there will come to a time if they cannot be themselves after a while, whether it's a relationship, a marriage, whether it's, I don't know, a work relationship or a friendship. If you're not your true self at some point, you will get sick. You will. You will. I totally, oh my God. It just goes back to me. And I don't want to make it about me, but just by way of example, as you know, I'm a lawyer and, but I stopped practicing. And it wasn't until God was just like, yeah, basta. Like literally, like down to my knees, you're done. This is it. You can't be practicing anymore. And because it was debilitating my body, you know, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis early on as a lawyer. I was a young attorney. What the fuck? I just graduated what do you mean I can't work? What do you mean? And so, but I kept going, I kept going, kept going, depleting my body so much so that it, I just, I could not anymore function. Wow. You see, you see, we yeah. need to listen to our hearts. We need to work with our hearts. We need to just, we know only us and there's only one of us. Yeah. There's only one Jackie is only one Vanny, and we are meant to give to this world and be our true selves. Yes. We yes. are like the, so yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. So you're now like killing it in your company. What kinds of projects are you working on? 
Well, I'm excited because there's a couple of things that as I was on vacation that turned up, possibly we're working on some proposals to work with the Latin Grammys in Spain this year. Whoa. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx it yet, but no, cross no, your it's fingers. Done. It's done. Jackie. Yes, <laughs> it's best. done. To do some really cool activations with them. So for me, I worked with the Latin Grammys with Emilio back in the day, but this would be a first with V Collective. So we would work with the team. I'm excited about that. And then the Billboard Awards, the Latin Billboard Awards are coming up. Yeah. So definitely on that one. We're going to be working, producing the Red Carpet Show. So I'm really, really proud of that. And then I also, what's a big part of Be Collective and one of our missions is that we really work with women. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of one of our pillars, women empowerment and building experiences, events, yeah. working with entrepreneurs, working with authors, you know, like you and helping them do summits, yeah. conferences, yeah. meetings, book launches. So we have a couple of things up our sleeve. I have for Women for Success. It's a really big community here down in Miami, and it's a forum for entrepreneurs. And we're going to be doing that in September. It's a three-day conference here in Miami. And we're going to be doing a really cool, like, Rich Girl Mindset is a is an empowerment program that I have with a partner of mine. Uh-huh. And we're going to do a really cool activation lounge where we're going to help women businesses showcase their their businesses and do different activations. We're going to do headshots, like, really, like, cool, like, business headshots free for them and you know, so I like to kind of help nonprofits do those type of events and really give my service so to give back to the community of women. I'm really right. big on that. Right. So, you know, those are kind of like things that are coming in the last quarter. And then one other, um, I don't know if you heard of the Mujerista. The no. Mujerista is a really cool publication. She's based out of Miami. Look her up. She has a huge community. It's, I think, over 70,000 followers, women, Latin women, the Mujerista. And I'm working with her to start building her community, but in in-person events with yeah. brands. Yeah. So we're working a little bit on that. Those are things that are projects that we hope to get sponsorship from the brands yeah. and then do some really cool events for women. Yeah. To part of it so that's kind of like what's cooking right now i'm, for, I'm excited that you're gonna be helping me <laughs> and i'm excited to help you i'm so so excited to kind of build this new experience and yeah. i kind of like be collective we try to do things in a creative way in a different way in a way that you're gonna leave there with a takeaway going oh my god i learned a lot i connected i didn't feel uncomfortable right i want more yeah. You know, and so, and I built, I'm building community. Yeah. You know? And so that's a big mission for us and be collective. What do you see that is missing in, in different companies, like your competitors that, that you see like, damn, this is a great thing to do, but you're not doing it. What is that? I'll give you an example. I went, have you heard of Create and Cultivate? So Create and Cultivate is really cool. There are a lot, they do a lot of things in California and it's a basically a community. And they uh-huh. do a lot of big events for women. And I went to their big business summit sponsored by MasterCard in New York. And I went and I'm like, le falta calor. There's, we need connection. I don't want to be in an event for four hours and sit and watch four panels of the women talking about the same thing. I want to connect with the person next to me. I want to be engaged with activities or some sort of something or team building or or like icebreakers. I like to do things 
in a very flow way from leveraging music, from leveraging some sort of easy, it doesn't have to be hardcore, but like a team building, some sort of a panel of experience or engagement. I like to have things that engage. Mm. I like to do things out of the box. I like to feel. I like to just use lighting, use color, use content to really feel like you're immersed in the experience. Right. I want to create an experience. I don't want yes. to just create an event just to have, you know, some a little bit of liquor, talk to me a little bit about some a panel, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I no. want something, something like, I like to leverage things with your senses. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your senses that you really feel. And, and I think I learned that a lot from television. I've learned that a lot from producing, from from doing different events, big productions, seeing the need of what we need as a human. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm paying a lot of money, let's say, for a big event. Right. Like, give me something tangible that I'm like, I need to come back. Yes. Because I learned something from this or I have a huge takeaway. To me, that's important. So I try to look it into that lens when I work yeah. with my clients. Yeah, you really have give it that. You have that unique ability to see it, like see it beyond. Yeah, and me, like I'm like, okay, if I go to this event, what am I going to feel? Yeah. Or, or let's say maybe I'm not the target audience. So I did for the first time a medical conference last year in Latitude, which I think we talked yes, about. Yes, Latitude. Yeah. yeah. Huge for amigas huge. out there who don't know. This is a huge deal. To be even invited to be a part of Latitude. Huge. And I didn't know what Latitude was because that's very West Coast. They're doing it in Miami this year in September. And so a client of mine's like, they're in the medical industry. Like we want to do a, because we were asked to be a part of it, but, and do the medical side of it. Because it's basically a conference for, for different businesses, different industries and businesses. And they did the medical side. I'm like, okay, never done that, but. Cool. And we did it and we did different things and, and we touched and we was a success. Yeah. Right. I tried to put in a different lens because, and it was cool that I'm not in that medical world because I'm coming in with different ideas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is super important to have someone who's an outlier to see the, like, see it from a third party perspective. Exactly. Exactly, Jackie. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. I love all this stuff. Oh my goodness, Bene. When I go to Miami, it's going to be off the chain. <laughs> it is, girl. It's going to be off the chain and we're going to connect with different communities. And that's a thing too. What I love about what I do is that I've been tapping into so many different female communities as well. Yeah. yeah. That they were like, need that book and they want to meet you and then tap into to your side, you know, as well. And yeah. Oh my God, it's going to be amazing. Well, Amiga's out there on Amiga Handle Your Shit. She's incredible. So my love, I, I this is a beautiful conversation, but I before I have you leave, I always ask Amiga's if they could provide one or two tips on how they can handle their shit. But I know, I know you have them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say like, definitely like, I know a lot of us have a lot of shit to handle, right? I think I have a couple of little things. Number one, I feel, do not be afraid to ask for help. Mm. When you're like, hasta aquí and you can't anymore, lean on others for support. I've always done it between my tias, my besties, whatever you want to call it. I need support. And I always ask for help. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But to kind of double take on that, I think brain dumping, I've learned, has been a good exercise for me. Yeah. 
when you're overwhelmed and you're like, oh, just get a piece of paper, old school, old school, and just just whatever's on your mind, and just brain dump it, brain dump it. And then from there, organize it. Mm. Organize it to help yeah. you because maybe you may have so much shit on your plate. <laughs> you know where to start. But yeah. what if you just let it out, release it, put on some good music, incense, candles, get that mood, no? And just write it all out. Yeah. And then organize it or just prioritize the top five things I want to do today or the top five things I want to do this week to just not overwhelm yourself. Yeah, And then the second one, I think I saw an Instagram post and when I was on vacation, I saw it and I'm like, this totally speaks to me. Yeah. It says how to rewire your brain. And <laughs> I, I always say, talk about that. <laughs> but that. Like, I think it's healthy to rewire our brain. So mm-hmm. like food, right? Rewires your brain, music, travel, sunlight, reading, learning, laughter, gratitude, movement, Breath work, community, time in nature, lo que sea, but it helps. And we all need to rewire sometimes. Maybe we can't all travel and do that, but it'll do something different. Yeah. You know, yeah. go roller skating. Yes. Or go take a little, go dance, go hear music and, you know, go somewhere by yourself and go have a meal by yourself. Yeah. And watch. Yes. Do something totally different. Yes. So. I feel rewire your brain, brain dump, and lean on others for support. Do not be afraid. Yes, I love them. Those are amazing <laughs> tips. And, and I and I, I so so believe in in those tips because I too I'm like sometimes when you get super overwhelmed, you're like, what the fuck? So I just start putting pen to paper and and just write, 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 and then I'm like, okay. All right, it's a big list. Ah, no pasa nada. I'll get it done. <laughs> I'll get exactly. it done. <laughs> Somewhere or the other, you'll get it done. You know, we're so, women. This is I always have to like. We are women. We were made to create other human beings. This little fucking list is exactly. no tiene nada. 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 <laughs> exactly. So get into your power, girl. You know, <laughs> shift it. Do your shit. Don't be afraid. Get out there because we need you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We need you. Absolutely, Amiga. Is there anything you'd like for Amigas out there to learn more about you that I haven't asked? No. I mean, follow me. Follow me at, at Venered, V-E-N-E-R-E-D-D. I'm starting to rebrand. So get ready. V Collective has a little bit of a rebirth. I'm redoing my logo, my brand strategy, because I think now... I'll be three years in October and I think we're ready to kind of come out to the world. Yeah. Um, so follow us, you know, yeah. soon I'll have it, but www.vcollective, which is V-C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V.com. So it starts with the V, ends with the ends V. With the v. And the ends with the V. Follow us there and, and on Instagram, V Collective Inc. Um, v Collective Inc. Inc. Yes. So we're going to grow. You know, I've just been, you know, working on a, more on the behind the scenes, I guess, because I've always been used to that. Yeah. But I got to yeah. get in front Shit, of the I, camera now. You were cable girl, remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this cable girl now has to become like el talento, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's part of your background from cable oh, girl to for multi, multinational producer, you know? I mean, 
Yeah, that is my story. I got to shine. You are shining. I'm so excited for all the amazing things that you're up to. And I can't wait to meet you in person. Me too. we are going to make business. We're going to do something in Miami. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to have you. We'll have un cafecito, unas croquetas, yeah. unos patelitos. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Send me now. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love this so much. Me well, so, so grateful, so thankful for you to be here and to make Thank time you. with us here at Omega Handle Your Shit Podcast. I love it. It was an honor and thank you so much. And get ready, world. We're going to be working and doing some fun shit. (laughs) That's right. You heard it here first, amigas. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.